Hey there, and welcome to the 2020 Experience. I'm your host, Hannah. Uh, today we have a very special guest, a man of very many talents, a good friend of mine, Zach Gidry. Zach, say hello to the people. Hola. All right, Zach, so tell me a little bit about what you do. Uh, so I uh, am in the music industry in a few different uh, ways. I, I play in a few bands uh, locally, and I work for a company uh, that puts on uh, larger shows, like uh, uh, stadium-level events, uh, from sporting events to mostly music. But uh, but anything that's like in stadiums or, you know, big stuff, uh, festivals and all the good ones. Um, so, yeah, I basically am uh, I'm like a stagehand. I build, build, build stages, do audio and video and different things for different jobs, basically. But... But yeah, music industry stuff. Everybody got hit. You know, everybody's life changed when COVID happened. Yeah. Um, but I will say that for people in the music industry, um, in entertainment industry in general, but people that were really like, like <clears throat> I had put all my eggs into that basket for a few years trying to pursue a career. Right. Um, on, on, you know, with my job and with my, you know, passion. Uh, and so like whenever that hit, I mean, we... We got like you know there was nothing. The the epitome of like what I did for a living was work at super spreader events. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Like for 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 what happened after the pandemic. So whenever it hit, I mean, I remember the day at work. You know, whenever every whenever it really became real that lockdown was happening because there were you know a few weeks you know of us knowing about covid and it's slowly creeping in but you know it was once it it hit the ground running and i remember the gig was working at the hyman center for keith sweat (laughs) who's like a like a 90s late 80s r&b dude a very entertaining show um i'm sure (laughs) yeah uh, this man uh uh, mother's fainting oh god and he went on for like 40 minutes just give me another drink. I want to keep going. You know, like just, he really just like kept, it was, it was a hilarious show. But throughout that show, uh, like, you know, even going into that show, we had already, everybody was already knowing something was about to happen, you know, but when that literally throughout the show, I remember it happened, it started happening towards the end, like end of the literal show. So, you know, once the show ends, we start breaking the, the show down you know, and that's the how the job goes. And once we're done, we're done. But so as the show is literally ending, all of our phones are blowing up. Mm-hmm. Like this gig's canceled. You know, this tour's canceled. This is this isn't happening. This isn't happening. And starting to realize, like, oh wow, all all of us here just became unemployed. Yeah. You know? And then we also had to go like finish the rest of the four hours. <laughs> Knowing of work. that. There yeah, was... yeah. As far as like planning big tours and stuff, like right off the bat we knew it was going to take a long time mm-hmm. for that because even even if it's like okay things are getting better we can start opening up things to plan a big tour on those scales like you know you're talking about like rolling stones and that, you know the, the right. top tier touring level stuff it takes so much that goes into that and so many people that you can't just be like okay mandates lift let's hit it you know right um whereas like with local bands it was easier to start to get back into it but you know, I remember also on that side of things before, you know, right before COVID, um, you know, was gigging consistently and we had 
put about six months and one of my bands put about six months into planning a pretty extensive Texas and Gulf Coast tour that we were like, you know, really excited about. Got a lot of really cool features on it. And uh, we were, you know, that was literally about to happen. And then, you know, one another one of the things that's just like cut out. So, I mean, it really, um, like I said, it's tough for everybody, but for people in the music industry, it was like down to nothing. And, uh, you know, we couldn't get together and practice for a while, but then even when we could, uh, you know, it just became hard. Like one of the things I, I had this conversation a lot throughout the past year with different musicians, it almost like kind of put a mirror in front of a lot of musicians. It's like, how bad do you want to do pursue this as a career? Cause you know, there was months of just like, is this ever even going to be a thing again? Right. You know, like, and, and on the creative side of things, it's really, really hard to write music for a year and be the only one to listen to it. You yeah. know? And like, not because, you know, playing shows is how you can bounce ideas mm -hmm. off of audience, you know, grow and whatever. But, you know, it was a, a year of like the longest studio session ever. You know what I mean? It, <laughs> yeah. it was very difficult. You know, now over a year later, you know, crazy and things are starting to back, pick up again it's it is it's wild how different things are yeah you know? and there's it's a there's a such huge a short difference. time yeah, yeah yeah and the things that people are doing to create create opportunities for music live music to come back is uh it's it's it's, it's wild it's from it's crazy chaotic i mean it's it's interesting so I, I always wondered, with being a stagehand, I know, like, you know, if you're lifting stuff, you probably do, like, get to catch a song or two, but do you actually, like, get to see, like, some of the show and stuff while you're... Yeah, so, like, generally how <clears throat> any given show is laid, up, laid out, depending on the size of the show, it might take longer, you know, but most tours are set up to, you know, be built and taken down in a day. So any given show... Uh, get there in the morning, set up, and you build you build the whole show. Mm -hmm. And then there'll be um, sometimes, you know, a long period of time in between then and when the show starts. Sometimes it's a very big build, so it's all very seamless. But uh, as a stagehand, I have, like, gig to gig different jobs, you know. And so I can work that in in the morning, build the show. Sometimes I'll be working during show call, mm -hmm. so that means I'm, you know, backstage switching out instruments and stuff like that, or, you know, doing prop moves. Uh, uh, there's been times I've been able to work camera page, um, which is really cool to be able to, you know, um, be more involved in the show. Right. And apart from that, uh, if I'm not actually working during the show itself, that's a break for me. Um, and depending on who it is, I'll either take that break, maybe go take a nap and eat, or watch the show. At this past gig, had a guy show up without a mask, one of our workers, and our bosses kind of went went off on him, and they're like, like this is like, just accept this as the new normal. Yeah. If you don't like it, you're going to have to quit. Because, like, I mean, before COVID, there was plenty of reasons to hate working in the music industry. Mm -hmm. You know, it's <laughs> definitely something that if you're there, it's not just... For, for the, the money, money. <laughs> like like you do like you love like it's yeah. a passion thing like otherwise like I, I like it's like it's there's a lot of things that's like you know that and so covid just added a lot to that yeah and for some people uh it was more was more enough to be like no nah, this ain't for me mm -hmm. and and the reality is too that 
the the fact that music took long almost maybe longest to come back on that scale a lot of people you know had to move on to other jobs mm -hmm. and our company before covid um had like i want to say around 6000 employees from my perspective it's almost like we lost half of them yeah. throughout the country mm -hmm. you know and so <clears throat> post covid now i mean they're sending us everywhere like at, like all over you know i've friends right now in vegas cincinnati minneapolis it's just it's literally it seems like half of the stagehands that were there before are here now so mm -hmm. it just is what it is short term right now local music scene there's times where i'm out and it feels like it's back yeah you know what i mean but that being said on the other side of the coin uh the the large scale music industry is still in utter chaos um, yeah. There's still so, so many less people, so much less, uh, like, supply chain stuff. Material is harder to get. You can't, it's harder to, like, make a new show. Well, Zach, here uh, on the podcast, we have a tradition. You know, we uh, ask a simple question. Each of my guests has been a victim of this question. Would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses? I would go for the duck. You'd go for the giant duck? I would fight the giant duck because I think I could target the weak points better. <laughs> like, with 100 horses, if I'm focused on, like, five horses at a time, <laughs> there's still 95 horses behind me. And, I mean, if they're duck size, I mean, that like, uh, like do you want to fight 100 ducks? I don't want to fight 100 ducks. And so I feel like a duck, a horse-sized duck is even stronger than a duck-sized duck. You know what I mean? Right. Like if they start... <laughs> kicking you and stuff like a bunch of little dogs just start kicking you biting whatever like i think they could really have a shot at it and like like kind of like swarm up on you with the duck uh at the very least it's more boss fight if i get killed by the horses like i'm getting just like stomped right them, right know, like Mufa like scar mufasa like you know what i mean like but i want the i want like like you know, with the duck, like, if he wins, there's at least that last, like, he plops his webbed foot down on me, and he, one last quack, and then oh, he, God. you know, finishes it. I don't know. Well, uh, thank you, Zach, for doing this podcast. Yeah, I mean, no, it's, it's, Really it's appreciate cool. it. Yeah. Um, thank you for, uh, uh cheaper than therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Great answers all around, man. All right, well, that's another episode for, uh, the 2020 Experience. I'm Hannah. Uh, thank y'all.